done that several times. You were, were you the last one to smoke weed? No, I no. wasn't. Because hey, you said uh, you I started like 1920. 1920. 19 or 20. That, when I was Wait, 19 or 20. He was smoking all <laughs> in the 1920s. You were a dick. He's like, I was last one. I was the first one. It was around my 19. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with the legendary Nappy Roots. Yo. What's the drill? What's up, everybody? How what, you guys doing? What, what are we? Yeah, what are we in for today, man? Man, we are in for some treats. Let me tell you what. Thank you so much for being here, by the way. And Appreciate thank, you inviting us. You guys crushed it last night at the kickoff. Thank you, man. Thank you, sir. Everybody loved you. You were well received. Uh, we're, and we're happy to have you here. For the yeah. first episode, so thank you for having us. We have nappy to be here. Let's <laughs> nappy to be here. So let's start with uh, the end of the table over. Let's let's do some intros. All right, what's going on, y'all? I go by the name of the country cat in the cowboy hat, Buffalo Steel. Shout out Louisville, nappy roots in the building. Yes, sir. What's happening? It's your homeboy Ron Clutch, world famous nappy roots. We out here in Colorado. You know what it is. Yup, I'm Skinny DeVille, the Blues Traveler, Nap Roots representative. What's good? Yo, we've been doing this for like 30 <laughs> years. And I hate this part. Like, I hate this part of every interview. Nah, this is my first time admitting it, but I hate <laughs> I hate this part. I'm fish scales. Look, like after after they did our, like the huge intros, what am I to do? It's not yeah. that huge. Pause. They say the best for last. <laughs> well, this is fish scales. Happy to be here. Well, guys, this is a, a pretty easy show in terms of the structure. So that for, for round one, we're going to start with a mild product. We're going to start with a jello shot of cannabis. So have you ever taken a jello shot of alcohol? Yeah. What about cannabis? I don't think so. No? How long does it take to kick in? Um, well, according to Good Times, which is providing the product for us today, they say within 10 to 15 minutes. Okay. So I by the like time that. we get to round two or three, you should be feeling it. Now, when it comes to stuff yeah. like this, nope. does it matter, um, like, upper or downer? When in Rome. So, you know, that's an interesting uh, question, actually, because I feel like I would like your opinion on this. Do we toast or do we just Yeah, let's do it. it let's toast. Hold on. I mean, it's, it's not manly to toast jello shots. Let's not. We're doing first. jello shots in the first place, but... Let's figure out how to do this like a man. Yeah, right. Like, how do you actually accurately do it? Before like, that, though, how you got you got you got smack oh. it in your hand. You do, yeah. oh. and then smack it. Oh, this oh. one's kind of this one's kind of watery. It slides right out. Oh, how, how many milligrams? This is the, oh, these are th so these are fifty-five milligrams each. Whoa. No, I'm kidding. They're no. ten. They're ten. They're ten. <laughs> <laughs> ten milligrams. Yeah. Uh, you said they was mild. Yeah, and uh, 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 there's a little bit of acid in each of them as well. I don't know if you got. Let me two of them. Ready? All right, 10 milligrams down the hatchet, guys. That's round one. Bro, you just swallowed that shit? Yeah. You don't chew it? No. That, my, mine, was, uh, mine, was, mine wasn't in the refrigerator, so it just was like Kool-Aid. No, mine, mine cold. How's it taste? <laughs> my tooth. It's cold. It's cold? Give me a minute. Mm. All right, it's going down. Okay, it's gone. Yeah. I just got a feeling a couple weeks ago. You just got a feeling? That's right. Mm. <laughs> it's starting to, it's get, you're getting like brain right freeze? To that, right to that little nerve. Uh, I hate when that happens. The root. That's oh, the worst. 
It's like, like when you drink a cold glass of milk. Man, and your yo, front teeth just—it gets me every time on every anything I drink now. He's, and it, it wasn't a problem. My dentist like, uh oh, we have to get this out. Yeah, they and then fi- we got it out, and now it's every time I drink anything cold, it's just like right to my. Yeah, they, they figured everything out. They figured AI out, like you know, they're 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 making things for us <laughs> yeah. on the computer, but they still can't figure out how to stop numbness. A root canal. That's the only thing I can think yeah. of. Yeah, that'll get it out. Put the nerve on. Dentists are amazing people, man. The, the <laughs> shit they do. It's amazing, but, like but a root canal. Imagine what that is for yeah. real. And they didn't have one, but they're like mechanics, yeah. kind of though, right? Mechanics. Because you go and and they're you don't know what you're getting yourself into. Only they know, right? So yeah. after you're done, right. they're like, "That's going to be eight thousand dollars," <laughs> and you're like, "I'm sorry, what? For, yeah. for they, what?" They tell well, me first. They tell yeah, before. You know before. Yeah. They're like, "Okay, this is what's going to cost." Right. So you this is a free consultation, right? Exactly. Seventy five dollars. We're going to we're going to replace your filter. You're going to need to replace that. I don't have a filter in my teeth. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> so more of the story is if you know a good dentist, and, and that's your homeboy. You got to have a homeboy yeah. as a dentist. You got to have a friend and as a, a dentist. Mechanic, yeah. a mechanic, and a mechanic. Yes. A dentist and a mechanic. Those Both are the, the same person. Some of the rules of life. <laughs> well, here's here's the first question, guys. Can you walk us through the early days, Nappy Roots? Like what, what? How it all started? How, where, uh, how'd you guys like meet? Like at the very beginning? Yeah, that, or, yeah. Like we've been brothers and, and business partners for over twenty years. So uh, we have to go back to the beginning. That's college. Uh, I met this guy Ron Clutch in '93. Uh, we were roommates in '94, '95. Yes, sir. Um, it was his idea to start a rap group after we listened to Goody Mob, uh, uh, Soul Food, Cell Therapy, and all of that. Uh, that era. Outcasts, um, Dungeon Family was really big on the Dungeon Family, and so it was his idea to start a rap group. Um, and, and, and then he went to the military. Oh, so really? <laughs> what branch? He went to the Army oh, Reserves. Right. I, I done the Army thing, Army Reserve thing. Oh, what's your What's your Fox Trot? What's my uh, uh, it, it was seventy five Fox was my was my schooling and th- and this was uh right uh, this was before or after you were this established was, as nappy this is before okay this was so, 96 yeah gotcha. 96. so he went to to the military in 96 and then i met scales that uh that year we started kicking it smoking weed and hanging out and then um everybody was trying to get us to freestyle and kind of battle each other but um we just kind of kicked it but when he we was going to like a, a barbecue or something like that and then he, he, he spit a rap, and then I spit a rap, and we both agreed. We was both kind of nice. <laughs> and we was going to summer school that, that summer together. And so we started going to this uh, studio that we found uh, our partner, General Lee. Uh, rest in peace. He passed away uh, mm. past August. But um, he was a producer we was going to um, do records with. Um, and so we just kind of piece by piece, almost each semester, we gained another group member. Um, still was friends with my younger brother and um, – he was coming to school. You came ninety seven, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he got there in ninety seven. So when he got there, we kind of looked out for him and just made sure that he wouldn't do too too much crazy shit. But right. um, he would come to the studio and he was nice. And so we just was recording all together as a subgroup. We're not really a group at the time. Then we put out our first album, Country Fried Sets, in nineteen ninety eight, and that got the attention of Atlantic Records. Wow. And um, that was the summer. We put it out in May, and by that end of that summer. Mike Karen from Atlantic Records called us and said he wanted to offer us a record deal. And um That must shit. have been a pretty awesome feeling. It was a great feeling. But our album that we recorded didn't come out because it was just too all over the place. And so we had to 
reconfigure what we were doing and um, take another stab at it. In 2000, we started going to Atlanta and work with a producer named Groove Chambers. And that's how we ended up making Watermelon Chicken and Grits, what we got you know known for. So right. I'm kind of speeding up because it's a long, yeah, it's, oh, it's yeah. a long story. A lot of parts that's yeah. missed over. Like, yeah, it was just the first question. <laughs> I saw you over there. Yeah, because like, I'm like, like, bro, hold on. Cause the magic, like six well, it didn't just happen like that. Because nah. honestly, it took years. It it, it actually well, took a lot of a lot of. It was a miracle, man. Because Scales came to play basketball to Western yeah. Kentucky. Okay. So that's the only reason why he was there. That's how you got. I got that's recruited how you to play football later. And like I said, I know his whole family. I just didn't know him. I went to school with his brother and sisters and all that. Like we yeah. played t skinny. We played motherfucking t ball together. I got pictures from '88 wow. with his little brother and sister and mom and That's him. crazy. And yeah. look, uh, the first time I met him, I'm in his house. I just go in his crib. I'm go in the refrigerator, grab something to drink. He looking like who the fuck? <laughs> and I'm looking. I'm saying, this was my, before my freshman year in, in college. I'm about to go to Western. And then I'm looking, I dap his little brother up there, and I'm hugging the mom, dudes, pops. <laughs> and then I'm like, uh, who's this guy? And then he's like, well, who's this guy? <laughs> and, uh, and so it's just wild that we never knew each other. But me and Clutch, he grew up on the, on the next street over. It's just so many, like, little shh, 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 But we only, we met up in college. And, yeah. right. and, were, and were you all, like, uh, uh, musically, like? Yeah, we was all was, doing this before. Okay. Beforehand. We yeah. all had visions of being, you know, artists. Solo artists? Yeah. Yeah, solo artists. And, you and, know. And other groups, too. Yeah. yeah. And, and you had to tell it the way you tell it. But I think you, the 96 to 2000, like, where Nappy Roots was signed to Atlantic Records, but we were still in Bowling Green, broke as hell, but we were like big shit. And it was like it started a movement, like people started getting attached to it, like those are the guys signed to Atlantic. We put out an album called No Comb, No Brush, No Fade, No Perm in 98. No, that was 2000. 2000, okay. And it was a, it made a major impact in Kentucky, like yeah. as far as hip hop go. It was that little era before we came out in 2002 to the, right. to the country. That we really brewed up mm -hmm. who Nappy Roots was. Yeah, you, yeah. you, you we had to get good. Yeah, right. we had to get good. But you also, I felt like, you know, from, from some, I grew up in upstate New York. Okay. So, not New York City. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, you tell people you're from New York and they're like, right. oh my God, the yeah. big apple. And you're like, well, there are apples there. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm the, the state is much bigger than yeah. the, the city itself. But, but I felt like you really embodied uh, the country aspect of things and i'm from the north country you know right, what I mean? right so so it resonated way up there with every i mean it, we, we listen to you guys in football practice like in the gym yeah. like okay. yeah so, i think I mean, the college aspect had a lot to do with it the oh, fact that sure. we all met in college and we just naturally had a college vibe in the music you know party mm -hmm. and uh, i think that that did well for us over time you know a lot of people associate us with um their happy years, absolutely. Their college years, the best yeah. years of your life for college. And and yeah. honestly, the city that we were living in, man. I mean, that's a magic little town too. I ain't yeah. gonna lie, because right. you know we was able to kind of build our own like fan base and following and and map out our future right there. And and that was our playground to do it in. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and, and le our start our learning ground, right? Stomping grounds. Like we was in the college radio stations and people was shooting our videos at a, yeah. at an early age in our career you know what i'm saying we was like by the time we was on mtv we we was already tripping on the campus radio when we first heard our song so much that when we was on the real radio station it was like ah shit, yeah, <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> yeah. we done had that moment yeah, you know what real, i'm saying yeah. so um great prep yeah yeah it prepped it prepared us for for what we had to do yeah. um so that's how we got started
That's a great. I mean, they, <laughs> that that was an awesome. I appreciate that. That was really awesome to 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 know that you guys also like were aspiring artists before you you met. Yeah. Like what 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 uh, inspired the name Nappy Roots though? Um. Well, legend legend has it that um, Ron Clush was he was yeah a barber on campus, and at, at, <laughs> at, at that point in time I was the head barber on campus, okay. and um top dog okay. I was I was top dog. They didn't let you have that haircut in the in the <laughs> army. <laughs> Actually, well, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> this story, you know, I, I was giving fades. That's when fading meant something different. Right. Um, and then my clip was broke, and then I was just giving lineups. And Skinny, yeah. he was, you know, he got some good hair. You know, <laughs> if you want somebody to model for your, your situation, you give him a line, you give line, you give Skinny a line. Still, he... he Still, he was already a barber. I'm skipping ahead, but out of that, it was you had a nappy head, you know, and with a, with a nice lineup, and um, I'm high as fuck right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm high as fuck. So, which uh, which like, brings us around too. I, I pretty much just kept writing down nappy, my my nappy roots, or my roots are nappy. You know, I'm nappy to my roots, and um, it just kind of. It stuck. Kind of cause stuck, and yeah. then scales was said, and clutch was said, and then um, we put it on a T-shirt. We had a record store called ET's Music, mm-hmm. and we put it on a T-shirt and try to get some marketability out of it. And the T-shirt sold like wildfire. So we're like, okay, this name, we could really run with this name. And so yeah. we just took it from the T-shirt and put it to the actual group. Yeah. And at the time, we was thinking like Wu Tang or like how Master P was doing it, independent. Right. But had like little subgroups within the group because we were so big at the time. We had like. Nine members when we first started. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot. What we happened to those other guys? Oh, uh, we had some producers, and then we had a couple of the artists. Uh, they went decided to go solo after the, the first album came out, the second album. Are you, are you, are just you still time. friends? Uh, I wish them well, yeah. you know, but, you know, out of sight, out of mind, man. You know, For like sure. in school, you know, one semester you kicking with this dude, but the next semester he ain't there. Yeah. So you kind of just kind of keep on It's more moving. like it's family. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's family. Right. That makes no, sense. It's nothing bad happening. Like, yeah, we no argue bad over. No, 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 no. It's but, just everybody gets grown. They don't want to be in the club no more. Yeah. They don't want to live in the treehouse. They want to do their own thing. That's yeah. part of life. It you know, is, I, man. People don't realize that I feel like sometimes they, they kind of uh, turn a blind eye to the fact that, you know, everybody's sort of temporary to a certain degree. Absolutely, man. You know? You got to enjoy them while you got them because nothing lasts forever. I agree. Are you guys ready for round two? Let's What's do it. All right. Round two, we're going to do those three joints in there. All right, so uh, you are puffing on. You're puffing on flower power right now. Flower power. What should I be expecting? Well, based on how I'm feeling right now with that 10 milligram Jello shot, I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna feel instantly like what we felt in 15 minutes. So it's gonna take about 15 seconds. What happens to that lighter? Oh yeah. You want to do one at a time, or you want to like like just. Burn them, burn oh, we, it down. Yeah, we just gonna. Yeah, no, yeah. Pa- I feel two, burn them. You know what qualifies so as you a round? Pass it over to me. I won't, you know, I won't complain. Okay. Uh, what, what is this strand again? This strand's flower power. Oh, all of them are flower power. Yep. All of them are flower power. Yep. Okay. I like the little tip, Paul. Yeah. On this right here. When's the first time you smoked weed? <laughs> Every one of you. When I flunked out of college. That was the first time? Yeah. You were you, like 21 or something? I was yeah, 19. Good wow. Kid. 19. I was doing good. 
And Clutch was smoking, but I wasn't. It was just one of those things. I just got, you know, from the Say No to Drugs, Dare campaign. They got you. They had me. <laughs> and I was like, nah, I ain't going to do that. And then I flunked out. I was like, well, fuck. What else? I mean, if I'm at my lowest. I'm back at back in Louisville, away from my friends, going to JCC, working at UPS and Foot Locker. Fucking let me hear you. <laughs> and then all these ideas just start coming to me. And then I got back into school and I maintained a – a 2.5 GPA. <laughs> no way. I did enough. I did enough not to flunk out, but enough not to that go was too, too far. I know. It was. The hell, you back? I, had, I always had two Bs and uh, th- two Bs and two Cs and an A. And so, that's, so the moral oh. of the story is, is college. Help me oh. get through college. Post, post high school education, don't be afraid of that. Like, everybody, education, you should get that. To the day you die, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's in a formal form or an informal form, bless you. Um, hey, yo, I, I always sneeze when it's some good weed, so that's some good weed. <laughs> yeah, right there. we're allergic. Yeah. Uh, no, I just made you know just, what? I have a question. Yes. A mechanism. Um, why do white guys hit it like one time and black dudes hit it like eight times? 20 times. <laughs> yeah, we just hit it till we get hot. Is that a joke? It passed. Yeah, I, that, I, that's an observation. When did you first start smoking weed? I started smoking weed at 12 years. 12? 13. I didn't start smoking weed. I smoked weed at 13. At 13? Yep. Do you remember the situation you were in? Um, yeah, I was hang- we was hanging out at our little hangout, and we had um, we drank beer there. That was mm-hmm. our thing. We'd go there and drink beer uh, and do nothing. Just stand mm-hmm. around, throw rocks, and break bottles. And that day, my cousin happened to have some weed, and I smoked it. I remember early early times of smoking weed. I was looking for it to do what alcohol did. Like for a long time, I'm like, man, I ain't having fun on this. Like alcohol was fun. Right. We started drinking at 13 too. And you drink alcohol and all of a sudden you have a great night. It's fun. Until the next morning. Well, I mean. When you're talking about alcohol, you're talking about liquor or beer or both? Whatever we could get. Like, we 13. Like, you just getting what you can get. You ain't going to, what you, you don't have a choice. Yeah, you don't have a choice. <laughs> wow. Did you smoke out of a joint, a blunt? Did it you, was a joint. Was a My joint? cousin had three joints, and we smoked it, and I'm just waiting on something to happen. Right. Like, yeah. the fun to happen. Yeah. Nah, weed yeah. is not that. Weed Man, is a much. thinking drug. Like, it makes you. That's classic compared to what I did. We smoked out of a can right. for the first time. Mm. Do you remember the uh, can? Yeah, oh, yeah. Can, I don't really? think I don't think kids these days will ever know what it's like to smoke out of a can. They do it out of Fiji bottles with little um, with the little you know like like basically a plastic bottle with the little. Oh, they make like their own bomb. Yeah. yeah. How do I know? Because I seen my daughters and she had it in my motherfucking. Mm. Mm. No way. <laughs> so yeah, it's so a shout out to my baby. The water bongs. A lot of people started with. Basically, that's the, true. Um, yeah. you put them in the little. Uh, half a gallon of. <coughs> did you did you ever get caught caught by your parents? Yeah. Do you remember the first time doing that yeah. happened? I smoked in my my uh, my parents' basement, and the cable guy was coming over that day to uh, do a repair or something. And he and he's the one to ride you out. No, my mother was there, and she was showing him where the the. the, the I guess she probably was putting even cable in my room or something. <laughs> she opened, she went downstairs and smelled nothing like weed. No way. Uh, word. And I my stupid ass. I don't know why. You I, were smoking down there when it happened? No, I, oh. I smoked and I left. Oh, okay. But this is like right when I started smoking, so I was just, I don't know, I was stupid. She cussed yeah. me the hell out. That's Yo, I do more so because she, she was looking at the cable guy like, he was know. looking at her like, shit, this is, 
You burned my <laughs> like, man. Burned man. It's loud in here. It's loud. Smoking on. Yeah. It was it was bad. She just called me, cussing me out. Like, yeah. I can't believe you did that. Uh, I, ain't never, I ain't never got caught smoking. Never. Nah, not not by my people. But uh, I got caught with some crack in my drawers. Damn. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole other yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got crack in my drawers right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but crack, but, but, drawer, crack it up. <laughs> yeah, crack in your drawers. Hey, um, not to be confused with our Colombian version of this show, Cokes and Jokes. That's a whole other show. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man. Uh, my, as far as me, bro, I used to play football. Rather well, like that. Well, I, I, I will fuck you on that one. <laughs> I was. I don't smoke crack, though. <laughs> Full disclaimer. But uh. But now, nah, as far as my time, my first time, like I didn't get high the first two times, first two three times I, I smoked. Nah, so that I was seems about, to be. I've heard this. Yeah, so I just was I like, this lit. ain't for me. I was trying to be an athlete and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't smoked during the season, and then all of a sudden, Dro came out, and uh, I remember putting five dollars in on a twenty dollar little thin Dro blunt. Mm. And that was the first time I hit the motherfucking moon. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep on doing this right here. <laughs> but, but back in the day, it was just so expensive when Dro first came out. I don't know if y'all remember that shit, but you mean like Dro the weed? Hydro, like the hydro, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. hydroponic, yeah, grown weed. It was I mean, like light green with the orange hairs. Because that's why I probably wasn't getting high. We was just smoking dirt. You know what I'm saying? Like that brick weed though. People like are crave the brick weed now. It's kind of weird. It's got the nostalgia. Yeah, it's a throwback. It is. Yeah. My, my introduction, my peoples was growing. So, you know, I, I came from a cultural. 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 Damn, you got me high. I a long time. Anyway, we was growing. We was growing. So that was my. That was that was my introduction to to marijuana was was growing and seeing going over at watering and seeing the the buds and and, and being like, okay we got to trim these buds that was before I smoked but then when I finally smoked I was just like at a, I was I was at a club mm-hmm. and motherfuckers had the J rolled up I had you know was doing some pretending smoking mm-hmm. you know as a kid right but and did, did you ever get caught. Yeah, like rolling a fake joint. I think everybody got caught rolling a fake joint. Oh yeah. What okay. you doing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, nothing. I came, I came, I came home. So, so, I was four twenty, and I had my license. So I was sixteen. Uh, I drove to my friend's house. I hit a gravity bong for the first time. Shit, that the, for the first time in life. Yes. That was the first yeah, time you smoked was a gravity bong. Yes. God damn. Where was your friends? Uh, who were your friends? <laughs> who were exactly? They so, weren't your friends. So, that, so but oh, it gets worse though. So then I walked up the stairs to you know go like leave the basement, and the stairs were like moving on the way up. Like I was genuinely like feel, I was like hallucinating. It felt like you know when mm-hmm. you're when, early in those days, it's not like it is now. It, nah, you know. So I get up there and I'm alone in the kitchen and I feel like this sense of safety and security, and I see these orange cupcakes. And I just start eating them. And then somebody opens the door behind me, and it's the guy that lives there. And he goes, no. <laughs> and I go, what? He goes, those have weed in them. Oh, oh, so I, the first time I smoked, I also took edible. <laughs> so I didn't want to drive home. It's a Thursday. Like, I have to go home. How I'm old 16, were you? 16. Oh, uh, yeah. So, you fucked oh, I guess, yeah. Dude, I'm walking home, yeah. right? I'm walking home. My dad's driving home from work. 
He's driving home and he sees me walking. He stops, reverses, and he goes, "What are you doing?" I go, "I'm walking home." He already knew. He goes, "Why?" I go, "Well, I left my car over at Nick's." Why? <laughs> Get in the car, dude. He he definitely knew, and then, like I think he just cut me some slack for that first time. Like he just gave me that. He, like I think he was happy I wasn't driving. Did yeah. you tell your mom? Yeah. Uh, they were divorced at the time. I don't okay, think he right. just, they hate each other, so probably, oh, probably not. Because <laughs> it would look bad on him, probably. Right. right. <laughs> so you living with your dad? Yeah. Okay, got you. Yeah. Um, my, right there, well, my, man. my first crazy. time, I guess, getting caught was um, we used to go to this lake, and we would uh, we would roll like forty blunts, like on some crazy shit. Roll forty blunts. Forty blunts. And take 40. two cards. Forty, like that's I don't. Like the, yeah, the 50, yeah, the 50 box. pack. Oh, okay. you, yep, and you would roll all of those. Just get and, it done at once. And we'll split them, smoke them in the car on the way to the lake, smoke them at the lake, smoke them leaving the lake. And this day, I don't know why, my mama called me and said, I need to switch cars with you. <laughs> right when we leaving the lake, yo. <laughs> and my, my high ass just went and switched cars like it wasn't nothing. Like, just let the windows down as I'm riding home and just... Nah. Thinking she, that was she, it. She wouldn't notice. Yo, we she, don't leave. It was similar to you. Like, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad when I got home. I've never heard my mom cuss. Oh, yeah. Until exactly. that day. And how old are you? It was bad. Uh, 16. 16? 16. Same as me. And, yeah, switched cars, just gave her the keys, got back in the car and left. That's crazy. Thought it was all good. So, so we high so, as fuck, like right now. Yeah, oh, we, I'm like exactly like right now. I'm afraid to get to round three. Yeah, uh, I'm high. If you had to describe your music good. as a type of food, what dish would it be and why? Watermelon, chicken, and grits is the low hanging fruit. Yeah, that's true. That's not yeah. A food. Matthew Bruce um, says the food. Food. I would say. I do I, say chicken and grits. Can I say though. barbecue? No, nah, I wouldn't. Is say that, that. You, no? Of course, too general. Can. No, because you get you know like a, a sampler platter. <laughs> sampler. You got ribs. You got a little bit of chicken, pulled pork. You got some brisket. Like we're all different, so we're all bringing something different to the table. But right. the meats and potatoes, we give you that. That we'll give you the meat. Pause. Um, <laughs> in what we do, Arby's plug it. <laughs> so you know, I, I was out. Me, I would say. Like a barbecue um, platter. Do you guys agree? I like that. Yeah? yeah definitely a platter. platter Sampler. Sure. Yeah, buffet. <laughs> we had a... Smorgasbord. <laughs> <laughs> we had a country singer, and he, and he said uh, he was a cheese pizza. Cheese pizza. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of plain. Yeah, we did, that's, why we, that's why we didn't air that episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, I like that. Barbecue, yeah, it's southern. Barbecue, man. You it's, it's, it's fla- it got flavor. Yeah, man. Like, you think barbecue, you think, you think, again, meats. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and whatever that meats, <laughs> whatever that is on your plate, that's barbecue. Whatever you raise that grill up and that smoke comes out. Yeah. That's us. What's the question that's again? Um, if, you can just, if, you were, if you were to describe <coughs> the music as a dish. As a dish. <coughs> okay. As a dish. Yeah. yeah. I like, I like barbecue. Yeah. Um, As a dish, I would say porcelain. <laughs> <laughs> porcelain dish. Porcelain. Fi- fine china. Yeah, fine chi- china. 
China. <laughs> Let me tell China. you something. Nappy Roots. I'm here with Nappy Roots. Yeah, <laughs> I'm about to fire. go to jail. I'm in. <laughs> we're in jail right now. <laughs> put some fire to You it, think though. Trump's going to jail? Oh, I, he's going he got too. indicted, right? Yeah. 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 What, is, what does that mean? I, what's the difference? Well, they, they're gonna, <laughs> he's going to get out on bond. Yeah. yeah, he's going to bind himself out. Here we go. But, um... Jail, I'm talking like that? jail, jail. <laughs> he's talking like Trump, so I just asked him. I didn't, how do you know I'm Trump? <laughs> that must be a good impression. It's pretty damn good, man. It's pretty good. Wait, this is on your America. Hands how you make this your is lips. America. This is America, dude. This is America. It's crazy. Man. Isn't that America? It. America. America. I love it. I love it. I love it. One of my favorite quotes is by George Carlin. It's like, if you're born in the world, you get a ticket to the freak show. But if you're born in America, you get a front row seat. Hell yeah. I like that. You know? George Carlin was the best. He was the best. He I was agree. The best. All right, here's a great question for you guys. Right. It's going to be tough. This is a tough question. Curveball. If you were stranded, and this is for each of you, and we're going to start from the top. If you're stranded on a deserted island and could only bring one member of the group with you, <laughs> who would it be and why? Damn. Damn. Next question. Wow. Next question. <laughs> Come on, you gotta do it. Think about it. If it's really down to it, like you were really like, hey, does Rello count? Because he's the most resourceful. Yeah, Rello, yeah. We, Rello would can be we, the can most we bring resourceful. Rello in on the podcast. He's uh, that's for all y'all. Um, Rello is our road manager. Um, he's our tour manager, DJ, um, security, driver, mechanic. He just put in a radio system last week. <laughs> Stereo system. <laughs> Shit, uh, he does a lot, man. So yeah, I would say Rello, really. For <laughs> you bring, you bring a Rello. Yeah, yeah. I everybody's just gonna bring Rello. Uh, yeah. Why is it? Why is it, it just gotta be one though? Like I'm, I'm trying to break the rules. Those are the rules. Why I don't know. Be funny say club. I didn't write these. They just told me they're like you gotta. Ask but if, if if yeah, if it's for, if it's us four, you talking <laughs> nah, about us we, four? We do we have do we, we have tools and supplies? Like I need more information. Man, he said you stranded on a desert island. He's a good chef too. It's a no. It's on an episode of Naked and Afraid. Oh hell no. <laughs> no! I'm not. I'm not going. Next question. Next question. Yeah, man. The answer was the answer was Rello. I'm out. <laughs> I'm bringing Rello too, dude. I'm bringing Rello too. He's a good guy. He's a pocket knife. Pocket knife. Yeah. It's Swiss but Army knife. If you, if you want a blade, sometimes you get a spoon. <laughs> so, uh, on the day you probably need him. <laughs> Somehow there's a, there's a cork in the pocket knife. Like what the fuck? How does a cork get in this bitch? But you ended up needing that cork though. At the end but not today. I needed a knife to fend off myself off a bear or, or catch a bird or a fish, and he, he pops out as a cork. Oh lord. Yeah, dude. So he's a good guy, but I would just take off when you need him. <laughs> he's resourceful though. You want to do, do round four? I hit right, it a couple times. Dude. Round four, here we Technically, go. Technically, I am Let's high. do it. I'm very high. Oh, shit. All right. And I like oh, it. Wow. Pass these pens around. Right we actually are born from smoking. The group is born from smoking weed. Straight up. Yeah. You, were, you, were born, you were born in a, like, in a tent with, with some lights. Yeah, man. There man. would be no nappy roots without weed, for real. That we is all, something we came together around. We used to around. dip off during class and go smoke together. Yep. Brought everybody together. We used to see together. each other. And we'd be like, eh, eh. And only us would know that call to look up and see who that person was. And immediately, fuck the class. 
We're gonna smoke in between and probably show up late or skip the whole class for no fucking reason. Yeah. But no what's reason. cool is we've is done that several times. You were, were you the last one to smoke weed? No, no. I no? wasn't. Because you said uh, I started like nineteen twenty. 1920. 1920. 19 or 20. That, when I was wait, 19 wait, or 20. He was smoking all <laughs> in the 1920s. You were uh, a dick. He was like, I was, last one. I was, I was the first one. It was around my 19 to 20 year old was life part. We was legal then, and it needs to be legal now. So, uh, America, for it to be uh, great again, it's got to be. You know, legalize yeah. marijuana in all the states right the in Great America. Gatsby. Yeah, all that. I mean, right. it, it is, it is, it is kind of, a, it is kind of fucked up, dude. Right? Like, I, you yeah. know, I, I live, I work in the cannabis industry. We did that show last night mm-hmm. for the cannabis industry in Colorado. Smoke, nigga. I'm, I'm jumping out of uh, airplanes in a weed tuxedo. You know what I mean? Like literally flaunting it. But then you go a couple states over, one state over, Nebraska. Yeah, you can't. They'll lock you up for a little bit of weed. For a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah. Welcome yeah, to the Midwest. Idaho. Coming yeah. from Washington. For America to be all it can be. It's hypocritical. Legalized marijuana. Right? Like, if it's, if, if it's working. Oh coming, oh, coming from Washington State, going through Idaho. Yeah, you you don't want to go through Idaho. We went through the top no. part like they, of Idaho. Yeah, they have no love for that as soon as we stopped, we got jammed up. Yeah. Really? Coming from, yeah, coming from Washington. Boise, on the road. Cool. He's probably going to Montana or some shit. And um, as soon as he crossed over Washington, that's that little skinny top part of Idaho. Black people yeah. We just stopped over to get something to eat and um, use the restrooms. And uh, we was in there probably about 15 minutes, and then the cops came in. And uh, they came in and put handcuffs on uh, one of the artists that we was rolling with. Where are you? In Rillo, I feel like. <laughs> were, you in a, you were, in your, were you driving? Or no, we was in a restaurant at the bar. They just came? They just came in oh, and put shit. handcuffs behind the first artist, and then they came in and put handcuffs behind Rillo and walked him out. And then we, and I'm just, I'm coming in from the middle of the story. Yeah. <laughs> but um, hey man, they look, come in. At that point. Everybody immediately had drugs, all kind of shit in their pocket. Immediately, everybody started going to the bathroom, yeah. flushing shit. Like we don't know what the fuck just happened. I went. I see. I flush my shit. I look. I see scales. He flushed this shit. Skinny I come said, in around the corner. He flushes shit. I said, "What the fuck just happened?" They just literally grabbed him. The whole it thing was, was these two guys was in the bathroom. Um, both of them were talking to their girls, and DP was arguing with his girl. And these are two dudes from Millersville, Georgia. So they talking very the sticks of Georgia. Dialect. So they speak. Yeah. It's very southern. You can't understand what these guys are saying. And these white people got scared, and he thought they thought that they were in there about to fight each other. Each other, but they was both on the phone, not trying to be in the restaurant talking to him. Right. Because we're on the road, where anybody really got time to talk to their girl. Girls probably tripping because you ain't checked in and all this shit. So somebody called the police on them, and uh, said they was it was about to fight or do some. Shoot the place up or some shit like that. A drug deal. Drug. Oh, that was a drug deal. Yeah, it was, it was a drug. <laughs> That's what it was. No way. Yeah, he looked like he looked like this guy, but a little bit more, not clutch. Gold grill. And this like, is yeah. in Colorado, real southern. No, no, that was that was. Uh, this Idaho. is boy. No, no, not Because shout out Montana. He was that whole area. He was a little more little John than little clutch. Yeah. Idaho Falls. So just imagine that. That's that's some crazy. Right, it was shit. crazy though. It's like stuff. shit. We thought it was for the drugs. Yeah, it wasn't. But they said it was for the look. How we look? How we was talking? But um, we found out that Idaho wasn't legal. 
And we was the only black Very people perfect. in that town, too. And no, and no, and I feel like they found some weed on uh, DP. No way. He was like, shit, I thought we were still in Washington. And he's like, no, you're in Idaho. And this is that little teeny DP. And they didn't, wait, they brought you in? They, I guess they took the weed or something. They let him go. Thank God. But it was just like a crazy moment. It's about, it probably was about six minutes of like, oh, shit. And everybody just ran it. Got rid of everything they just came across and acquired. Yeah, but it was scary as hell because it was like a Western movie. Mm-hmm. The, the SWAT team, I think, was, was two SWAT was and one cop. They just came in, like, bust the doors open. We sitting at the bar just like we are right here, you know, facing the bar. And the cops just walking by. It's like, which one of us they going to pick? Mm-hmm. And we just, like we just sitting there like, damn, I hope it ain't me. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, real. Uh, it was like, there like oh, damn, damn, what the fuck? I said, please don't be me. Like Duck, Duck, Goose. Me and Skinny sitting beside each other. Oh, and I seen them go past us. And I'm like, okay, we good. And I see them grab Rello and um, DP. Rello's beside me. And the crazy thing. As soon as they walk them back outside, as soon as the door swing back closed, everybody jump out they seat <laughs> to, to run to the bathroom to dump they shit. And I'm in the bathroom dumping mine, and it wouldn't flush. Like, it would not flush. I, I like kept flushing. It's like put, It's like the top of a shoe. I took it back out the toilet. I took it back out the toilet, I promise, and put it in the trash. And went back out. Scooping it like a fish. And before uh, we... <laughs> Before we left, I went back and got that shit. I ain't even lying. It was wild. It was bad. We was wow. doing crazy shit then. Man. Had a lot of weed on us at that time, man. We had, <laughs> a lot we had of, more yeah. than weed. I was going to ask, and how that's much the were crazy you trying part. to fly, man? <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> that bag wouldn't go down. <laughs> yeah, and with it being full of shit. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that was just one. That was just one of many. That could have ended bad. Have you ever Have you ever had a situation like that at any uh, airports? You guys travel all the time. Plenty. Yeah. Plenty. Yeah. yeah. Where you accidentally you're in line, you're like, oh. You shit. in TSA? Oh yeah. You see Whoops. Some, you see some bud. I fucked myself up a few times. Wrapped in some paper, and it gets through, and you talking to TSA, yeah. and you just like, okay. Yeah. Okay. You get on the other side, you're like, oh snap. Yeah. I wasn't able to drop this in the. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what's the little the Amnesty box Yeah Okay yeah. They understand The universe let me get through with this And they Let me get through with this Shout out to the TSA Shout out to the TSA man They doing a, a big job And a big duty for America Yeah it's kind of strange though right Like the qualifications for some of these jobs You know mm-hmm. what I mean Like Yeah You know It's like they don't get paid much To do something that seems to be really important they don't like teachers, I right? Don't. Teachers, pl- police, security, yeah. all those people like they don't get paid much at all. Not for the not, not for, for the rate of how important they are, right? Like the quarterback in the NFL gets paid how many million dollars to aim his football? Maybe if we paid these damn cops to a little bit more money, they'd aim their guns a little bit. Uh, Less shitty. Or take away their yeah. paycheck and when they do, when they don't. For you know real. When they oh, don't yeah. Handle the situation. Absolutely. <clears throat> Start affecting their pocketbook. And then giving them raises for being, you know, for doing the right thing. A hundred percent. But are you willing to pay um, more taxes for that? Shit, for better cops? Yeah. Well, um, cannabis helps uh, yeah. with all of that. There you go. Right? Absolutely. There's a, there's a, That's ta- the there's a town That's in Colorado the called uh, Manitou Springs. And it, Manitou. It, it's right outside of Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs only uh, is legal medically. Mm-hmm. 
but Manitou Springs is legal recreationally. It's just this tiny little town, but it's right next to it. So, of course, everybody that lives in Colorado Springs goes to Manitou. There's only, like, one or two stores there. And that town is, like, beautiful roads. Everything's, be- you know, the wow. town's all, you know, beautiful because of all the tax money. Yeah. You know, everything's paid for. People going to smoke, and they don't mind paying a little more for their smoke for right? services. Shoot, I know playgrounds, schools, books. You know, use it for like yeah, you said police department, parks, yeah, roads, bridges, yeah, uh, community centers. Despite anything I've said in the past about the government, the government is good and it can work for you. It, <laughs> we are the government. We are the government. <laughs> I, I don't like the smirk. Our tax money goes to the government. <laughs> we what we're that. asking for is not a lot. It's not a lot. It's not a lot. We're not asking for, for a real lot. Though. Though. We're no. not though. Yeah. I mean, it could be done. Cannabis, legalize it everywhere, and use the taxes from it from that to cover the things we just mentioned. Well, it, pay, pay reparations, pay then. While we at it, hell, we yeah, talking about I mean, all hey, that shit. Hey, if we're gonna end it, let's get. I'm, I'm happy just to put get everybody it. at the at, a, at the equal playing field. Yeah. Let's start from there. I don't need reparations. Here, here. Stop fucking this over. Yeah, we do. It's I mean, that you don't need it, but it's happen. old. It's old to you. If you give some of these motherfuckers that much that. money, they're gonna kill themselves. What do you? How do you feel about That's the gun? How, how do you feel about the gun laws in this country? I think they need to be changed. Yeah. Yeah, I think they need to be tweaked and adjusted to what's right. going on in 2023. Right. More than just what the Second Amendment was back when they wrote it. And they Absolutely. I mean, I you agree know. you should protect yourself but and be able to have the right to protect your home and your loved ones as well. But, I mean, it's not the guns. It's the people with the guns. And I think it should be stricter mm-hmm. stipulations when it comes to who can get their hands on guns. And that's it. Especially those types of guns. Yeah. Those should be the hardest guns to get. And that's all they really got to do. Is make those you can sell those AR-15s yeah. and those styles. You can sell them, but just make it harder to get. Yeah, you can't just like go into a store and you buy. You just can't them. be a young, you know, like all right. What are you using this for? Right. You know, and then maybe have it at a range already. If you're just using it just to shoot at a range and store it at the range. But also like even and you just, can't really check it out and go outside of the place yeah. with those type of guns. You want to shoot them and have them, then have it like that, or you're gonna have to have insurance and have and pay a, a shitload of money to have this you gun. Can't, you can't have those. Make guns. it too expensive. To There's have. no reason to have those. Like it's just it's people are like, no, I hunt with those guns. What are you yeah, hunting yeah, with yeah, those? Not, and I'm not even giving a solution. I'm just saying that just can't. This is the result of yeah. those kind of guns being on the streets. Yeah. And and yeah. But the, like I, I like shoot. We like all like shooting guns. guns. $20,000 gun. Make it that yeah. expensive to where if you got it and make the bullet so expensive they will buy it. They will buy it. But also it's like, to it, it's like it, to get that. we glamorize guns in America, right? They're too easy to get. With with action movies and, and, and western. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, in music. Shit, man. John Wick 4 just came out. Right? How many people did he kill in that movie? Shit, I haven't even seen it yet, but I'm sure a lot. We oh, have kill counts in movies. We over like it. Under There's a thing, that's a thing we love we it as Americans, we man. Love we love people shit. seeing people die. We right. love it. On, we love it. We talk about it. We rap about it. But then we're TV like. TV shows are about it. CSI, somebody getting killed at the beginning of every episode. Right. You know what I'm saying? All those. Uh, I don't think movies. it's that we love it. I think we just numb to it. Like, yeah, it's just yeah. a part of it. You can watch it and it just keeps flowing. Yeah. You go to the next one. You do it in vid- video games. You mentioned you, earlier this week video games. It's probably you, the most influential um, killing that kids see. Like Grand Theft Auto? Yeah. The whole, what's the whole objective of that game? So much yeah. fun, though. I think it's, it's got missions. Though. Selling drugs, <laughs> robbing, and killing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst of America. <laughs> and, and it's in your house. If you got Timmy, Timmy, what are you playing? 
Pulling Nothing, Mom. <laughs> Pulling him out the car, shooting him. It Hopping has, in the car, changing the radio. It has out. infiltrated <laughs> every house Loud. in America. Yeah, you could be the worst motherfucker. That Six you stars, Mom. <laughs> that shit doesn't help make Americans who we are. Yeah. We like violence. We like guns. We and like that's a lot what, of That's what we built on. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, if you grown, like we grown now at this point. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we happy to be... You know, alive and still doing what we love to do at at, at forty plus years old right now, and uh, and and you know doing other ventures as well, making beer. You know, yeah. got nonprofits. Uh, you know, being mentors to young artists. So you know, so yeah, man. I mean, it's it's a beautiful thing to stay to to have some staying power. And that's a blessing, man. So I'm gonna cheers to that, man. I ain't drunk this tonight. But shout out to Nappy Roots for being on to this long. So we made it to your show in 2023. Thank you so much for being here, guys. Can I add? Shout out to Roots as well, man. Number love.